Business success usually comes to those who are too busy to be looking for it. Join RVK for the award-winning RV on Business Show every Tuesday at 12 midday. It's not about thinking out of the box. There is no box. Only on 101.9 High FM. Welcome to 101.9 High FM and 6 minutes past 12. Thank you so much for joining us. And today we're going to be discussing a topic that everybody doesn't like to discuss because it's foremost on everybody's mind. It might not be there every moment of every day, but if you ask people honestly what keeps them up at night, it's this topic. If you ask people what they feel they'll never be able to achieve, it's this topic. If you ask people what is their biggest worry on a day-to-day basis where they're trying to do their budget, it's this topic. And we're talking about retirement. We're talking about how to get to retirement, what to do once we are in retirement. And this is a topic I've been speaking about now for many, many years. And every time I speak about it on the radio, one of two things happen. Either there's not a single call that comes in simply because people are just too shocked and too concerned to galvanize into action to pick up the phone or to send a message or the lines just go absolutely ballistic with everybody asking questions. So today on the line with me is Kerry King, who is an advisory partner at Citadel. Kerry, welcome to High FM. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Pleasure. Kerry, this is one topic that you and I could sit down, chat about in the studio for a long period of time, then go have multiple cups of coffee and discuss it yet again, and we wouldn't come up with the absolute perfect solution simply because one needs to start saving the right amount of money at the right time for the right period in order to get to a goal. And then when you get there, inflation changes, expenses change. So it's almost like a moving target. But the bottom line is it is a almost a precursor to anything else that you do is retirement planning is the most important. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. You know, when you start working and generally your parents or somebody would say to you, you need to start saving, it um, it feels like you're going to be working for an endless amount of time and you feel like you're going to be saving for an endless amount of time. So it, you're right about that moving target. It always feels like it's a moving target. But um, you're right. You do have to start saving early and just and one of the key things is to be consistent right from the beginning. But it doesn't mean that all is lost if you if you haven't started saving um, in your 30s or 40s. There are still ways to to do it, but it just it's a bit harder. Yeah, and I don't think we're talking about you know eating spaghetti and uh, spaghetti and sardines for the rest of your life. There are ways of getting it right. Um, Kerry, let let's start with the basics, with the the, the fundamental mathematics of what. Retirement planning is all about. So let's start at the beginning. I suppose the most important question is when. When should someone start planning ideally? Ideally from the very first paycheck. So um, it's never too early to start. Um, and although you feel like it might be a very long time frame, um, it goes very quickly. And we all know how quickly these years pass by. So it's never too early to start, um, and even if it is just a small amount, and generally it is in the beginning, and that's where you, you begin. And generally when you are also starting out with work, um, your expenses aren't as um, as 
the auntie's match because you don't necessarily have kids or kids at school. So you have the extra cash flow to be able to put away. So that is the time that you can actually really start building up that capital early. And obviously, we all know what compounding does. So Absolutely. building it up early makes a big difference long term. Great. Kerry, we need to take a quick run to the shops. Just give us a few moments. We'll be back with you in a second. This is RV on Business. Welcome back to 101.9 High FM. It's 12 minutes past 12. Thank you so much for joining us. If you've just joined us, we're talking about retirement, all the nuts and bolts. The whole working story is what we need to do. And on the line with me is Kerry King, who is an advisory partner at Citadel. Kerry, so we discussed, we discussed just before the break that the earlier you start, no matter what the amount is, start putting it away because of the compound effect of putting it away early. The next question is, where do we put it away? So there are many different vehicles and, and, um, and many different trains of thought. But what you do need to do is make sure that your investment is growing beyond inflation. I mean, if we're looking at inflation in this country, probably the official figures are around 4 4.5% um, in different standards of living, it's probably closer to 6%. So you want to be earning between 8 and, and 10%, which means you can't necessarily put it in the bank. Um, interest in the bank, you're probably getting around 7, 7.5% minus a bit of tax, and then you're looking at about 5, 4%, 4.5%. So you really have to make sure whatever you're putting it in needs to beat inflation. So generally that would be your equity type markets, but even more of a balanced kind of fund where you have a little bit of different asset classes to marry up to give you that sort of return because um, you need to, to try and get the growth. And then we all know that asset classes return different amounts at different years. So if you have a bit more of a balanced portfolio, a bit more of a mix of asset classes, generally you should get to the 7 8% returns every year. I think those who are sitting in pure equities at the moment are wondering what you and I are even had for breakfast when we can come <laughs> up with that figure. But be that as it may, I actually saw the figures this morning, five-year return on equities, 4.2%. I mean, that was really ouch for people who have been invested in it. And the only thing you can do really is just fuss bait and fill it out. But at, le- but at least we've had some better bond returns. So um, that goes with the diversification Absolutely. Rule. Great. Then, you know, I can see the questions already coming through, but I suppose the retirement annuity is the preferred vehicle simply because it gives you the asset protection against creditors. It gives you the tax-free growth and it gives you a tax-deductible investment or a pension or provident fund. It is. It is also quite an expensive vehicle to go into, but the tax deductibility is actually a great vehicle. It also remember that it's um, a pension fund as such, which means that it doesn't form part of your estate um, when you pass away. So there's no estate duty on it, and it goes directly to beneficiaries. So it is also there are other aspects to it that are also very nice and very handy to to make use of. You know, Kerry, what I've found over the years is that most probably the most important aspect of a retirement annuity or a pension fund is the protection against oneself when life happens and you make that hysterical phone call to your financial planner to say, I just checked online, I've got 1.6 million rand, please can I just have 200,000 rand for school fees? And, <laughs> and the answer is no, but it's mine and then you have to re go through the whole story that you actually can't get the money until retirement age. And I think if most of us are honest with ourselves, if we had been allowed to dip into it on an ongoing basis, there would have been very little left 
by the time we actually reach or have reached retirement? Yeah, absolutely. So it is important when you are building up your retirement assets to have a mix of discretionary assets. So that's after tax money that you've received and put into an investment as well as retirement investments. So because of that very reason. So when you retire, you want to be able to um, draw from both different pots because both different pots give you different advantages. Um, the discretionary money, obviously, you can diversify offshore. Um Whereas we limited within the retirement money of what you can take offshore from a from an investment perspective, but yes, there are limits absolutely. So when you retire, you can only take out a third in cash, and then the balance needs to go into some sort of annuity. And generally, it's be a living annuity, and you you limited on what you can draw annually, sort of between two and a half and seventeen and a half percent. So yes, there are limits, but again, it's a lovely protection for people who are not as is good with having access to a, a big lump sums of discretionary money. Absolutely. Kerry, unfortunately, we're always against the clock. So let's get into the nuts and bolts. And there's one line, if I can actually read it from your press release, that was so poignant. He said, um, one of the very basic calculations I give my clients is to make their current, to, to take their current monthly expenditure, divide this number by four and multiply it by a million. So let's take a comfortable middle class family living on a hundred thousand rand, divided by four would give you twenty five thousand rand, times that by a million is twenty five million. This calculation works when you're trying to calculate your capital and need to set a retirement savings target. In all my years, I've never seen it been put so succinctly. Boom, there it is. Anybody can work it out. Pull over your car to the side of the road. Take your budget. And not the budget that you tell yourself, your real budget, what you're actually spending a month, including paying credit card debts. Divide that by 12. Divide that by 4 and times it by a million. And that will give you a realistic target. So let's say we've now got 25 million rand. Now what do we do? How do we get there? How do you get there or how do you invest that there? How do we get, so a person's now 36, they're sitting on the side of the car, okay. car pouring in sweat because they've just worked out. <laughs> they need to get to 25 million because this wonderful lady, Kerry King on the line, is freaking them out. And they're thinking, how am I going to get there? How, how do I save for this amount of money? You know what? It's consistency So, and having a plan. So my big thing is go and chat to a financial advisor because generally they'll be able to give you a realistic plan. Remember that in different stages of your life, you can save different amounts of money. So I am at the moment got um, three kids at school and school fees are pretty hefty for me right now. So my savings are a little curtailed, but I do know the minute that they are out of school, suddenly my disposable income will increase again. But because I've got a plan, I can understand that there are going to be a couple of years where I'm going to be, um, I'm not going to be able to save as much. But then after that, I'm going to have to start putting away a lot more money. So, so it is, it's all about a plan. It's about building towards that target. But, but never remember that you also have to be consistent. So don't give up on the savings. And sometimes you do have to, you know, take it in bite sized chunks and, and, yeah, go about it slowly. Absolutely. I think that's given a lot of people a lot of comfort because there is nothing more in the modern South African scenario. The school fee and the medical aid cost is crippling. 
it's, you know, if you've got a child that needs to go to a school where they need a little bit more care, that school fee is often exorbitant. I'm not saying that it's not worth it, but it is really taxing on families at the best of times. Sue, the last 20 or 10 minutes have run by quickly. Let's take a quick break. I'll be back with you in a moment. This is RV on Business. Welcome back to 101.9 to um, High FM. Sorry about that. Craig just gave me the finger to start and I was talking ahead of my brain. 21 <laughs> minutes past 12. Um, on the line with me, Kerry. Thank you so much, Kerry King, who is advisory partner at Citadel. Kerry, let's get into the meat of it. Someone has now retired and they are looking at how much money to draw out. Um, we know we can draw in a living annuity between 25, 2.5 and 17.5%. But let's just use yeah. that as a benchmark for across all your investments. I'm not talking about property. I'm talking about your unit trusts and other in- investments that you made. You're drawing between 25 and the 17.5%. What should someone draw in order to ensure that their capital will not run out on them? So it obviously also depends on the age that they are. But as a very, very basic rule of thumb, if you're drawing 4% of your um, capital on an annual basis, you would last about 30 years, approximately 30, 35 years, just depending on obviously returns and, and markets. Um, if you're drawing 45 you're looking at about 25 years. 5%, you're only looking at about 20 years. And and anything more than that, you're looking at less. So 6% and more, you're only looking at about 15, 16 years. So you need to establish, are you 60 years old or are you 80 years old when you are drawing off this capital? But it, um, you'll be surprised how quickly, if your draw is higher than inflation and your and the income that your portfolio can generate, it falls, the capital decreases rapidly. Because what happens is that you're drawing out of the capital, which doesn't have time, which was, which is therefore no longer available to grow, yeah. and it just it just starts becoming a cascading, a negative cascade in the capital of your investment. Absolutely, and if you so if you do the calculation and you are 60 years old, um, and you suddenly you can see that you you want to you are retiring but you've actually you've got a longer than a 30 year time horizon ahead of you it's actually better to even earn a little bit of income even if it's only 2 2 days a week to try and lengthen so try and lessen the draw that you have so you can increase the time frame you know we all don't know how long we're going to live and um and medical technology has really improved drastically so we're all going to be beyond 100 soon Absolutely. You know, that was what you said actually at the end of the press release. But the, the two, the three things that are absolutely certain is that inflation is an ongoing increasing number. It might move within a band, but it's always there. And in South Africa, it's very, very high. There's longevity. We are living longer and longer. And also at the end is that we're not living healthier. We're living less healthy, which means medical expenses are higher which means one needs to budget for bigger medical expenses as you get older. So as your money is under strain, so comes these additional stresses, which is the additional medical expenses. If you've pulled the heart out of your retirement fund, it's not going to be able to sustain that pressure at the end. No, it's not. And and you do need to keep some sort of... Um little bank account separate that, that allows for those 
um, unknown circumstances that you, unforeseen circumstances that can arise. And yeah, so medical is the big one. There are a lot of people when they get into their late into their retirement years, they're saying, oh, we're battling cash flow. We'll just cut our medical. And oh, I think goodness. that is, is absolutely crucial. Do not cut medical because those medical expenses can actually um, completely spiral out of control. And I suppose what they could do, you know, is if you're on the wrong medical plan and you have a major procedure, that could wipe out all or a big chunk of your savings and leave you in a worse position than you would have been had you paid an extra two or three thousand rand a month on your medical aid. Absolutely. And then what lands up happening is that you land up doing fire sale on your assets. So you suddenly have to sell your house in a rush, which means that you don't necessarily get the, the right price for it because you're just taking whatever you can get. So yes, it does, it does spiral. Great. Kerry, let's, let's sum up the, the toolbox, so to speak, for a person in retirement. There's a few things that you've highlighted. So we've discussed number one, not trying never to draw above 4%. And what I like about it, that gives a realistic return of between 7 and 8, which is achievable in this market. So we're not, you know, giving unrealistic returns. The next thing you talk about quite a bit is delaying your retirement age. If you've planned to retire at 55, but when you look at it, you're really on a knife's edge as to whether it will be sufficient or not. What would you advise somebody over there? Delaying retirement um, is actually quite critical. Um, remember that, as you say, we could live longer, for one, um, and also there's those unforeseen expenses. So... Uh, People are, because you are healthier for longer, and I mean, the, the old 50 year is now the, I mean, is now the current 60 year old. Correct. So we actually are healthier. So, um, so it is an idea to try and, even if you just cover your ongoing expenditure from age 60 onwards, um, and not save, carry on adding to your capital to, for your retirement, but rather just to, to be able to contribute to your um, expenditure. It makes a massive difference long term. I mean, we're talking about increasing your capital if you delay retirement by 10 years by something like 20%. It, uh, and, and that's not adding to the capital from your monthly um, exp- income. That's actually just preserving it. It makes that bigger difference. That's the compounding effect. And I suppose the, what you said a little bit earlier on about trying to substitute your income a little bit, even if you have gone into retirement and trying to draw a little bit less and augment your income by doing you know, something else will also stretch the longevity of your current investments. Absolutely. And what is quite nice, a nice way to put it is almost to say, I'll earn a little bit and the little bits that I earn – I'll actually use to as play money. So that'll be my holiday fund. And then, you know, you're working towards something. So you have little goals in mind. And it does mean that you do actually draw less on the capital. You know, I just need, need to read an SMS to you that's come through from somebody, which I think is the epitomizes the um, disagreements often between financial planners and clients. The person says, my financial planner is insistent that I use a conservative portfolio for my retirement funds. Would I not do better in the long run to be more aggressive? I'm currently age 72. And I think his financial planner or her financial planner is spot on. 
Um, I do think you do need to be conservative. Remember that you've also got to take into consideration the current market conditions. Yes. You have to know that the world is upside down at the moment. Um, trade wars between the U.S. and China. Um, we've South African market has returned nothing, as you mentioned earlier, 4% over five years per annum. It's not great. Um, so we have had a long um, term where things haven't returned very well. So for me now at age 72, you, it's actually better to bank the bucks. So actually to rather know and understand what's going on. And as soon as the market starts recovering, then we can maybe put a little bit into the market. But, but to be too aggressive at that age, you've got to be careful. Absolutely. Kerry, the half an hour has flown by. Thank you very, very much for your time. But again, congratulations on this press release that you put out. It is really, really nicely done. The graphs are beautiful. Um, it really lays things out. And what I like about it is that an intelligent person who is not involved in financial industry at all would be able to read through this and really get a grasp of it. Besides asking me for this release, how can they get it? Um, it will be put on our website, on the Citadel website, um, in a couple of days. So if you go to the website, it, it should be on there. And then lastly, if someone's listened to the show and says, hold on, I like this Kerry lady. She makes sense. She's approachable. How does someone get hold of you? So, again, if you go onto our website, I'm based in Johannesburg, and they're more than welcome to phone in and ask for me personally. Um, I am available any time. Fantastic. Great. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Pleasure. That was Kerry King, who is a financial um, consultant um, at uh, Citadel. She's our advisory partner. Please be in touch with Citadel. Go along to the, the website. That's citadel.co.za. And, um, you know, if you liked the interview with Kerry, which I'm sure you did, I just found it really practical, tangible. The press release is wonderful. I urge everybody to go along and have a look at it. Just look at the graphs, just to give yourselves a bit of peace of mind. Because I'm almost certain that the majority of you of looking at this have worried about it, have thought, or have even gone to see someone about it and just thrown up your hands in absolute resignation that I can't get there. By looking at the graphs, I'm seeing how it can be tweaked. And there's no hocus pocus. There's no wonderful magic funds. It's straightforward mathematics as to how one can retire. Rather know the scenario than live on hope and a dream. Hope is not a plan. Hope is just an avoidance. Go along, have a look at it. And just before I let you go, I just want to let you know that we are known as people of the book. We're literally connoisseurs and consumers of words and prose, sharers of ideas. In short, we are readers. Chai FM is starting a book club. Would you like to be one of the Chai FM book club readers? You'll receive a book every month to review on the radio for our listening community. It's social, it's fun, and it's mentally enlightening. We're looking for people with a wide range of reading topics and genres. Get in touch, email books, that's with an S, books at chaifm.com. Please go ahead and do that. It'll be great to be part of a community initiative where you can really help other people by just guiding them through the quagmire of what books to read, what's good and what's not good. Please email books at chaifm to get it done. Craig, thanks for pushing the buttons. Thanks for listening. We'll speak to you next week.